everyone. This is Florence Bremer. I'm your host to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I've lived in Phoenix since 1999. Before that, I lived in Chicago and was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for almost 21 years. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. As a lawyer, it feels I'm never entirely off the clock. I never step away from thinking about my clients and my cases, but I do my best to enjoy work and my time not working. Please join me on this journey in finding grace and contentment in the practice of law. Um, I think that's sort of been my motto is grace and contentment in the practice of law. Although I don't think I've been doing very well at it lately. I ha- am having a very, very rough time during uh, this COVID situation. There's a lot going on with work. I'm working probably more than I ever have. I'm working several hours on Sundays, trying not to work on Saturday, working late into the evening. As I record this, I'm recording this on Monday night, and I have been doing this podcast for over two years. In two years, I have always recorded on the weekends. And there's been a few podcasts where I've repeated a podcast because I was out of town or sick or or something where I just couldn't do it. And then I would record the podcast, um, or I would replay a podcast and then record a new one next week. And this weekend, I really struggled to find 25 minutes to be able to do a podcast, and it's sort of getting out of control a little bit. I am not having any time for like any sort of relaxation. I mean, this is what my whole podcast is about, which is how do you balance work and how do you balance your life? And I have no balance right now. So it's really kind of frustrating. And in fact, um, tell a story that I'm a little bit ashamed about is that I snapped at a client a few days ago, and I, and I snapped in an email. I read an email. I thought that the email read a certain way, so I snapped back in an email, and um, the client was completely gracious, and um, and you know apologized for you know um, offending me, um, and and that's not what they meant in their email. And I went back and read the email and realized I read a tone in the email, and which is a, one of my cardinal rules, which is don't read a tone into <laughs> an email. And I did it. And then I reacted and snapped back. Like it's so, so, so the, the things you are not to do <laughs> when you're answering an email, like take a breath and think about it. And it wasn't terrible. Like I'm probably, I'm making it sound like so much drama. It was, um, you know, like something that was like semi-insulting and I said, hey, I am insulted by this 
And the person went, came back and said, oh, no, you're, I'm sorry, you shouldn't be. That's not how I meant it. And then I read it, and it appeared that um, it, I read it the wrong way. And I've been in a shame spiral <laughs> for the last few days. So that's just something that I wanted to share. I actually want to talk about mottos today. But before I get there, I'm just going to talk about a few random things over the week. I am still having, with um, with the whole COVID thing, uh, phone and email is the bane of my existence. This morning, it's Monday, and it was a day where I'm supposed to catch up at work. That was what was on the schedule. So I start early in the morning and start going through voicemails on my office app and there's a lot of them but I'm like okay I can do this there's like 10 calls but if I get through these I'm not going to have all these calls at the office because I'm contemporaneously doing them and I'm also trying to the, another thing that I don't like to do which is multitask trying to multitask a little bit and you know get through some of the quicker emails while I'm getting through the phone calls and the next thing I know, it's noon, and my hair is still up in a ponytail, needs to be washed. I haven't been in the shower. Half of the day is gone. I haven't been to the office. I haven't worked on any of the things I'm supposed to be working on, and I can't believe it. But I think, okay, at least I'm done with my phone calls. So I get to the office about one-ish, yeah, about one, and I said, I'm going to be out of here by 3, 3.30 at the latest. So I end up getting out of there at four. And the big surprise when I get to the office is there's a whole nother stack of messages waiting for me. So as much as I was doing phone calls at, on, on the office extension, more calls were coming in that were getting answered by the office, and I didn't know it. And the emails were crazy, just like probably 200 today. And Monday is the worst it starts for me on at Monday, 8 a.m. Monday, 8 a.m., the phone starts ringing. And I'll tell you another thing about this weekend was there was messages over the weekend, too. Messages that didn't acknowledge that it was the weekend. So I don't know if... I don't know if people are more available on the weekend and I just really need like that time away from the phone on the weekend. And here's my experience too it, when I've called people back on the weekends is a lot of times they're very surprised like they've already moved like they leave you a message but they've already moved on by the time you call them back. And so when you do call them back on say Sunday afternoon they're like shocked to hear from you. So um, I think they're just hoping maybe you answer, and if not, you'll get back to them when you get back to them. But they don't say it's the weekend and don't acknowledge it's the weekend. But when Monday rolls around, I think it's the first thing everybody wants to do. They want to take care of their business, and it the phone rang all day, and I just didn't get anything done. And then I came back. I left the office at um, about 3 no close to four and I went and um, tanned for six minutes I'm going to tell you a secret I've been going to a tanning bed for the last couple of months because I feel like just pale and ugh. you know I'd like to not wear I don't think anyone wears them anymore but I haven't worn pantyhose for years and wear a lot of skirts and it's just nice to have a little bit of color 
and um, I never ever went to a tanning bed my whole life and my sister-in-law started going because she was starting to feel the same way that she could you know that she wanted to pick up a little bit of color and um, I thought I'm gonna do this too and and here's the trick here's the trick I go six minutes every week to two weeks and I just have kind of like a little bit of gold, like a little bit of golden tan color on me. And um, I think it looks okay. I've, I've been happy with it. I feel more comfortable and more um, just, I don't know, a little bit more confident, I guess. Like when I'm wearing skirts, I just don't feel like it's just all paleness. <laughs> so um, I was having the hardest time getting to the tanning bed for a six minute tan. I wanted to go last Thursday, I ran out of time. I wanted to go Friday, I didn't have time. Saturday I didn't, and then Monday, I squeaked out six minutes to be able to go. So this is how my schedule has been going where I am having a hard time finding six minutes. So I come back and head into my room. I've been working in my room a lot just because it's quiet. Get back on the phone. I'm on the phone for another two hours, and now it's, um, I went down and I ate a little salad, and now I'm back in my room to go back to work, and I thought, I need to do a podcast. I have not done a podcast this week, and thank you, everyone who, who keeps listening and commenting. It really means a lot to me. Excuse me one second. <coughs> Sorry, that sounded terrible. I've been really dry. <laughs> I'm not getting enough water, which is another one of my rules, which is drink a lot of water. And I haven't been. When Today, when I was at the office and I was on the phone, I felt so dry. And I have a water cup on my um, desk, and I just kept picking it up and drinking the air because there was no water in it. And um, finally, I had to leave, and so I was so thirsty, like so, so thirsty, and came home and started guzzling water. And you can't do that. You have to drink water throughout the day. Like, remember that. And to me, too, like, I have to remember that. I'm going to tell you about a couple fun things I've done in the last week, maybe just to bring a little bit of joy. I, I'll tell you this. I'll start a little bit negative and then go a little bit happier. I am really, really starting to get bummed out by this whole situation. I'm missing going on trips. I'm missing my friends. I'm missing going to events. I'm missing conventions. I'm missing in-person CLE. Um, a lot of things that you just took for granted, like for years and years doing these things, and now they're just off the table. It's it's rough. And it feels like I don't know if it's going to be back to anything before the end of the year. In fact, I found out that Universal Studios is canceling Halloween Horror Nights. And um, it feels like Halloween is so far away, but it really isn't. If you think about it, it's really right around the corner. We're already starting August in a few days. And that's been an event that I went to many years in a row. Last year was a great Halloween Horror Nights. We went on the very, very last night of Halloween Horror Nights, and all the merchandise was 90% off. 
90% off. I bought about $500 worth of things for $50, like glasses and t-shirts and sweatshirts. Like It was crazy. It was so much fun. And it was crowded, but it wasn't like crazy crowded. And we had like a ball. And the night before, I went to a comedy event, Laughs with Bald Brian, and had this great time. And now it just feels like nothing is ever going to happen again. And um, I, I'm rereading a book on the Chateau Marmont because I've been reading about places because, okay, I can't go places. I'm going to read about places a little bit. And I was reading, um, uh, I'm reading Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil about Savannah. And I think I'm going to reread Gone with the Wind because it takes you on a tour of the South and just books about places. And so I'm reading about Chateau Marmont, which is in L.A., and I stayed there once, and it's burned into my memory. Like, I loved this hotel. Um, if you have a chance to read the book about it, um, I think it's called the Ca- – I think the book is called Castle on Sunset. But if you Google Chateau Marmont book, it's going to come up. It's the hotel where John Belushi died, so that's what it's infamous for, but it's famous for being a place where Hollywood people – hang out. A lot of Hollywood people stay there when they're filming movies. I saw um, Stephen Dorff there. I think he might live there. And um, my daughter and I had lunch in, in with the baby, um, had lunch at the um, a hotel restaurant, which is this outdoor restaurant. And um, I just had the most, I had the greatest stay there. And the, the hotel rooms a lot of them are set up like little apartments, so it felt very homey. When you walk in, they're stationary with your name on it. And I just wanted to book a room, like go through the website and book a room. Like I knew I wasn't really going anywhere, but I wanted that experience of doing that. And I went online and all of it is blacked out, like they're not open. And I was um, shocked and I read an article about it and it says they're only open they have like 15 long-term residents who live there, so it's open for them, but that's it. Otherwise, they're closed, so that's a bummer, but like that's the, the kinds of things that I'm missing. So what am I trying to do to have some fun? Well, a week ago was my daughter's birthday, and we had a Jersey Shore birthday party. Totally her idea. She loves Jersey Shore, and my oldest daughter made this sign. There was this note that Snooky and um, Wow wrote to Sam and it's like the weirdest note ever so she like blew it up into a poster and hung it on the wall and um, we all wore like short skirts and made our hair big and I had bright red lipstick on and it just was fun like we looked like we were going out clubbing and we played music and we danced and it was a good night and it wasn't a lot of people I mean we're definitely you know, we're not going crazy. It's not like it was this giant 100-person party. I mean, I think that five people came over. But it was fun, and we had really simple food and um, kind of cooked what we had and just kept it simple and didn't spend a lot of money, and it was great. So that was um, a week ago. And then um, this weekend, on Saturday, I was going to have a friend over for dinner and a, re- a long story that doesn't need to be told, but a nice story. I'm not saying that it's not a, that it's a bad story. But my friend was going to come over, and instead she ran into one of my clients, and 
they started chatting and then it turned into the next day we went for a dinner at this restaurant called Cafe Monarch in Scottsdale. If you are in Scottsdale, if you ever have a chance to go here, I highly recommend it. It's a reservation only, it's evenings only, so it's dinner only. It's a a tasting menu of four courses. It's expensive. Like don't get me wrong, it's expensive. The entrees go from 75, like the the tasting menu, the, your four-course tasting menu goes from $75 to $150, depending on what you get. Obviously, vegetarian on the cheaper side, um, fancy meat dishes on the more expensive side, but delicious, and the, the staff are amazing. And if you are into wines, they suggest wine pairings. I don't really drink, and I was driving anyways, um, so I didn't have anything, but it seemed like a lovely place to have drinks, and the food was delicious. Like, I'm still raving about it. I'm raving about it to you. So that's a couple of fun things. A new um, In the Dark movie came out. I know I've told you about them before. Every month from Blumhouse, they do a movie on Hulu. They're usually about an hour and 15 to two minutes or to two hours long. They vary in quality. Some are really, really good. Like there's ones that I really love, and then there's some that eh, not so good. Yesterday's was average. It was um, so they always do it sort of based on holidays. So sort of Independence Day, sort of Fourth of July, like government uh, centric, and it had a good twist, but it was a bit annoying. It had like all these flashing lights all the time, and it really didn't need it. And it went on a little bit longer. My daughter, one of my daughters was like, Oh, this movie's giving me a headache. I'm tired of it. But it had like a fun quality to it and like a fun ending. And um, a little ambiguous, maybe. But it was really cool. And um, so that was something that we did. I'm also watching Michael Jordan's documentary. I guess it's the Bulls, um, you know, the Bulls from the championship season called The Last Dance. I lived in Chicago during those years, and it was a big deal. I mean, people were in for sure a celebratory mood. Dennis Rodman was huge. There was a book signing near my apartment for his book um, in probably, let me see, probably 97 maybe, maybe 98. And one day I'm coming home from class or work and there's a line that's like in front of my house. And I'm like, what is this line? It's like just snaking like down. Uh, I lived on, oh my God, what was the name of my street? Walton. <laughs> I lived on Walton Street. It was snaking down Walton from Michigan Avenue and going around Michigan Avenue. And I was, oh, I remember what I was doing. Okay. So I got off of work. I headed to class. I'm going by this line. I'm like, what is this line? And it was headed into the bookstore when Borders was still a thing, like if you remember Borders. And um, it was for Dennis Rodman's book signing. I mean, there had to be thousands of people waiting in, in line. Like the Bulls were a giant deal. My husband went to one of the playoff games. His friend bought tickets. Uh, never in a million years would we have been able to get anything like this. Like we were so poor during these years. But his friend treated him to tickets and they were... A couple hundred dollars each, and they were up on the fourth tier of the stadium, and it was standing room. <laughs> they, they didn't even have seats, and I think it was maybe like 300 a ticket, which then especially was outrageous. 
So um, the documentary is really fun. Um, uh, you know, just seeing how talented they were, how it came together just right. I'll, I was watching a section of it yesterday where it was talking about Nike and how Nike was not Nike now. <laughs> like Nike was a small shoe company. And when they offered Michael Jordan an endorsement, he wanted to make sure that it was done right and that he had a shoe that was named after him. And like all these pieces went together. And of course, now Nike is what it is and Air Jordans are what they are. And it was just very, very interesting. Um, oh, a horror movie that I saw lately was Train to Busan. It was a, I think it was Korean. And it was fairly good. The first hour was a lot better than the rest of the movie. But I've been into the foreign horror movies lately and had a good time watching it. Um, I rewatched a movie that I love. Like, I love, and I don't feel like anyone knows this movie. It's called Wonderland. It was from the 90s, and it's about the John, um, the murders on Wonderland that involved, and how it involved John Holmes, the porn star, I guess is still an, a mystery. But they did a movie where Val Kilmer played John Holmes. Um, they're, it's such a huge cast. Like, everybody is in this movie. And uh, Dylan McDermott plays this motorcycle guy. And, um, oh, my God. I'm, like, blanking. Josh Lucas uh, plays, like, this drug dealer guy that's, like, violent. And, and it's – this story is – where they came up with a big part of the Boogie Nights story. And everybody knows Boogie Nights, but nobody really knows the movie Wonderland. And I love this movie. It's like so layered. And Lisa Kudrow plays John Holmes' wife, who he's estranged from. And then she comes back into it. And Kate Bosworth plays John Holmes' girlfriend. And it's just like all this stuff going on. And it's really well done. You, at the end of the day, like, you still don't know what happened in this murder, but it's really, really interesting. And that movie's on IMDb channel right now. On the, if you have Amazon Prime, you get IMDb channel for free. And there's a lot of good stuff on it. Some, like, really old TV shows. I will admit I've been watching a lot of Columbo on it. There are ads, but not very annoying. They'll let you watch about 30 minutes of the show and then have ads for about 30 seconds. It's not bad. Okay, so that was just a little bit of fun stuff I wanted to talk about. And I want to end with um, talking about mottos. So my big motto and my motto for this podcast has always been grace and contentment in the law. So that's one of my mottos. Another one of my mottos is sometimes you got to take a beating, which is a line from Goodfellas. And I don't mean a beating in a physical way. But this is something I've always said to myself. Um you know, just when you have that really bad day or a court case doesn't want to go the way you want it to go or there's just something in your personal life. And I just say, sometimes you got to take a beating. And to me, that means just sometimes things aren't going to go the way you want them to go. And that's what happens. Sometimes you got to take the beating. Um, another motto that I've been really trying to live by is just be kind. And I can see everyone how stressed out they are. I'm stressed out. It's just hard. It's all so hard. Um, this year is 
the worst. Like, you got to be kidding me. Regis died. Like, come on. Regis had to die in this year, too. I he, he was 88, so I know he lived a good life, and I'm being a little light on that. But I'm like, we're losing, like, so many people and and, and losing good people. And um, just be kind to each other. Hang in there. You know, hang in there. And I will say what my... Um, my youngest daughter, when she was about seven, I'm going to tell you her motto. She was making the bed with me. Um, I would wash my sheets and then I would have her make my, make my bed with me. We would do it together. One of the things I hate most is um, making the bed after you wash the sheets. I don't know why I hate that. I love having the sheets washed. I love the fresh sheets. I just hate making the bed after the sheets are washed. So I always had her help me. And she was putting the pillows on the bed and she said, fluffing up pillows, that's my motto. And she was like seven and it was so cute. And we still say that to her. She's 13 now. Who I say, fluffing up pillows, that's Maggie's motto. So I know I'm kind of rambling today, I guess, but I just wanted to share a few things and um, at least get a podcast out because it um, was a weekend where I didn't get anything done. And, and I don't mean in the sense I didn't get anything done. I actually got lots of things done. But I didn't get what I call my weekend plan done. And I think soon I'll, I'll redo another one of my weekend podcasts where I actually talk about the weekend. Because the weekend to me is something that is very, very important. I um, used to treat the weekend like days six and seven of the week. And in fact, I would do appointments on Saturday. And I'll get into that again in another podcast. I've talked about it before, but I'll do another one again, that I just want to talk about how important the weekend is. And I always have like a list of six to seven things that are important to me that I want to do. And this weekend, I think I got to two of them. So it was a bummer for me, it, and it felt like no, there was no weekend at all. So it's Monday night. I'm doing a podcast. Here you go. Enjoy. Let me do my little closing segment and um, wrap up for the day. Give me one second. You can find this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my personal name and under my law office, Law Office of Florence Brummer. You can find me on my website, BrummerLaw.com, and I'm also on Patreon. Have a great week, and I will talk to you next weekend. Bye-bye.